today on CityCast Denver. After a year where so many loved ones have been lost, it's never been more important to preserve our family history. Within this past year, in November, my own grandmother had passed away, and I really saw the importance from that because I had wanted to do an interview with her as well, but didn't have a chance to, and so I'm able to see like why it is so important to be able to capture people's stories. A new Denver company wants to archive families' histories while empowering the women of color behind the business. We're 80% um, a woman-owned um, company and business, and so a lot of it is really focused on empowering people like me and my peers through mentorship interviews and just learning how to connect and network and really learning how to grow as people. Today is Friday, May 21st, 2021. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. Let's take a look at the news. Enjoy some warm weather in the low 80s today with a slight chance of clouds and rain. The lawsuit against the safe outdoor space in Park Hill is no more. Remember when we told you about this program earlier this month? Well, just this week, a judge stopped neighbors from blocking the planned expansion. The plan to open a safe outdoor space at Park Hill United Methodist Church will proceed. And some more good news. According to Governor Polis, at least two-thirds of the state's population over the age of 30 has gotten at least one dose of the vaccine. He also shared that there is enough supply for vaccine sites to keep doses for up to two weeks, following CDC guidelines for storage. A few months ago, we heard about this really interesting new local business called Mama Bird Interviews. It was founded by a teacher and his students, and their idea was to help families embrace and preserve their histories. Peyton Garcia, you write the CityCast Denver newsletter, and this idea grabbed you. Why? Well, I was immediately interested because I've always wanted to know more about my family history. And it made me think of my Uncle Todd because he spent years looking into our family's roots. So we got in touch with Mama Bird to see if Peyton could try it with her uncle. So Ariana, one of the founders of Mama Bird, she got in touch with me and asked me what it was about my family history that I would want to talk about and have preserved. I told her that I wanted to talk to my Uncle Todd, who spent the last several years doing research on our family's ancestral roots. So she set up a time to talk with him over Zoom, and she created a list of questions that would help elicit stories. It was really cool because I got to hear him tell stories that I'd never heard him tell before. I went to public school uh, up until fifth grade and then fifth grade, one year, only one year, my parents decided to send us to this Catholic school. And it was the first time I experienced racism. Uh, One of the kids there called, can I be graphic? He called me a spick. And the way he said it, I knew it was something bad, but I went home and I told my parents, I said, I asked him, I said, what's a spick? And my parents lost their minds, lost their minds. And then we all got together, me, Peyton and Ariana, to talk about how it went and why this kind of work is so important right now. Well, you know, I'll just start um, with you, Ariana. Why did you want to get involved with Mama Bird in the first place? Me and my peers, um, we're 80% um, a woman-owned company and business, and so a lot of it is really focused on empowering people like me and my peers through mentorship interviews and just learning how to connect and network and 
really learning how to grow as people and push ourselves. And so um, I really thought it'd be an important business to do because I wanted to push myself. I am an introvert. I'm not a very outgoing person and I like have fears of talking to people I don't know. And so I thought for one, it'd be a good opportunity to push myself. Within this past year in November, my own grandmother had passed away and I really saw the importance from that because I had wanted to do an interview with her as well, but didn't have a chance to. And so I'm able to see like why it is so important to be able to capture people's stories. And also just with the state of our world, I think that it's important for women of color to be able to feel empowered in those ways. And so I just every aspect of Mama Bird really just draws me in. I had a similar experience to you where um, my grandmother had uh, Alzheimer's and I I tried to get stories from her too late in in sort of her progression. And I, re- I regret it so much because she grew up in another country and had a totally different experience than me. But it's I can see why that power of storytelling is so important to get to catch people before they start thinking about, you know, before we think about losing somebody. How do we get them to tell their stories, you know, before you get to that point? Is there an interview that you've done that's really stuck with you or a story that someone shared with you that really impacted you? I feel like all of them have stuck with me. I've learned something from each and every interview I've done. But I would say that Payne's uncle's interview was actually really awesome because I learned so much just about like the history and heritage within Colorado in a state I've lived in my whole life that I never knew about. And so just really getting to see that pride within someone else about their own heritage, I think really touched me and made me want to learn more about my own ancestry for sure. My, my grandma Rosie, she was my second mom. That was the person I was closest to. I, I love my parents and I was close to my parents, but my great grandmother, we had a connection and I used to go all over the place with her. You know, she's, she was old. She didn't drive. So we would take the bus from Thornton down to West Denver. Cause that's where my, uh, my parents grew up and that's where they all live West Denver and stuff. And she used to take me on the bus down to West Denver, down to church. Uh, she used to go pray. She was old fashioned, you know, prayer rosary in English and in Spanish. And we'd go to St. Joseph's. Catholic church down there. It's an old Catholic church down off of Sixth and Galapago. So she taught me, I think she taught me about having faith. Just being around her, I took a lot of her characteristics and stuff. She was a very, very sweet woman. And I remember telling me, it's, it's, I'll never forget this. Like she, my grandfather had this sister that wasn't very nice and she wasn't really nice to my grandma. And uh, my grandma didn't like her. I kind of, I kind of knew it, you know, she kind of, alluded to it just a little bit. And I would like, she would talk, she would talk to her on the phone and she'd be nice to her. And I remember when I was little, I'd asked her, I was like, I said, grandma, I, I thought you kind of didn't like her. Why are you so nice to her? And she goes, because she goes, people that, that you don't like, or that aren't nice to you, you got to pray for them. And I'll never forget that. And Peyton, what was your own reaction to listening to your uncle Todd's interview? It was incredible. Ariana did such a great job getting him to really unpack stories that I've not heard a lot about in my childhood. Um, His side of the family, um, that's my mom's brother, we're not super in touch with that side of the family. And um, there's a lot I feel like I don't know about our roots. It was so effective that when my mom heard it, she immediately wanted to do one herself. Uh, She loved so much of what her brother had to say, and she loved so much of the questions that Ariana asked of him that she's she was like can we can we do that again can i have an interview with ariana and share some of my perspective on those same topics so it was it was really great what's really cool about mama Red is seeing it spread through families um so thank you for that and for allowing us to interview your uncle and your mom as well i'm very excited for that 
Yeah, she sent me a text today and said, I got my Mama Bird interview scheduled with like 18 exclamation points. <laughs> so she's really excited. And I think it's going to be something that really benefits our family in the long run. Um, it's been so interesting diving into that part of my family's history that I didn't really know a ton about. Did he have a story that you had never heard before or one in, just something in particular that he said that just like was um, something you had g never been able to hear from your family before? Well, I I knew that our ancestry was Native American and Chicano. I just didn't know how much there was to know about it. So he, I guess, took a really strong interest in learning about our Native American roots and our Chicano roots when he was younger. And I didn't realize how much research he'd put into that. So to have him walk Ariana through um, where our family came from and what that meant to him and how that formed his childhood and his young adult years, it, it felt like it just, a lot of the pieces fell into place about my own identity. Can you talk to me about what the process was like studying your family's history and some fascinating things you learned while studying that? You know, obviously, you know, your last name is Martina, so you know you're Spanish. And to learn the other part of it, like from my grandpa Cleto, to learn, hey, you know what, where we're from, you know, this is where we're from. And not only are we this, but the Native part, Native American part of it threw another dynamic into it for me. I wanted to learn more about it. I learned most of mine uh, through my grandpa Cleto from what he told me. It wasn't like, okay, hey, we're from this reservation, that type of stuff. It's just that that dynamic down there in that part of the United States, northern New Mexico, southern Colorado, you know, centuries ago, the mixture of the Spaniards coming over from Spain, intermixing with whatever Native American tribe they came across. And in our case, that bloodline was our Spanish forefathers coming over and mixing with the Hikari Apache tribe. That's our bloodline. So Ariana, like I just said, the the interview you did with my uncle touched my family so much, um, my mom and my grandpa and everyone who's listened to it so far. So can you just tell us a little bit about what that process was like preparing for an interview like that and specifically preparing for the interview with my uncle? I always like to just try to welcome people, like warm them up as much as I can before the interview. And so learning a little bit about him before the interview um, was very exciting and interesting. And then during the interview, your Uncle Todd's a very awesome and awesome guy. He like was teaching me throughout the interview, which is something that I see happen a lot is like even during these interviews, a lot of people take on this mentorship role and they like see that I'm a young person that's like doing this business. And so it's interesting hearing their advice and seeing how I can see that within myself and learn within myself, and especially like finishing the interview. A lot of people are sometimes nervous to do it. But then after I know that they're um, glad that they did it and. Um, I'm always like, I always tell them like your family's going to love to hear it. And I'm always so excited for the family to hear it and hearing about you and your mom and your and your grandpa hearing it and feeling so emotional about it just like warms my heart. <laughs> I, I feel like recording histories for families of color, it's so much harder for families of color to document their histories. And I know that my uncle Todd spoke to that in his interview. He talks about how when he was growing up, um, it, they, his grandparents and um, his great-grandparents, they really tried to stamp out the Spanish language. They tried to stamp out that culture. They tried to stamp out accents um, because they felt like it made them un-American. And at that time in Colorado, 
it was it was frowned upon and they wanted to feel accepted and feel like American citizens and they felt like their culture prohibited them from doing that. I would go places, with my, I'd go everywhere with my grandma and there was times I'd have to kind of translate for her. She could understand English, but I think she felt a little uncomfortable speaking it. And back then, you know, 30, 40 years ago, you know, Colorado, you know, we weren't treated all that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't looked upon favorably if you spoke Spanish. You know, they're back then they're trying to pass the English only amendments and, you know, it wasn't like it has now where it's, there's a lot more, uh, you know, Chicanos and, and Mexicans moving to Colorado. So there's a lot more of us and it's more around. So I think that that was a hurdle that my family faced in trying to record our history. Do you, do you feel similarly? Yeah, I definitely feel similarly. And I, I can see where he was coming from when, with saying that, because I mean, just looking at it legally, like in, and historically, it's definitely a fact that it was harder to be able to like a lot of people of color had to assimilate and were forced to throw away their culture and even for me personally I definitely kind of relate to that because I know nothing about my culture um I I know my grandparents and I know of my great-grandmother but I just don't know much about it and so just being a person of color it's so so important to be able to record that history because it's been purposefully like kept away from us um and we've we've kind of purposefully been ripped away from it and so I think I think that's a big thing that Mama Bird wants to do is really move towards being able to record and capture um, families of color as well and their histories and so I was really glad to be able to do this interview and speak to a man of color that had to have that kind of has is trying to reach back for that connection with his history and his culture because I definitely can align with that within myself. Mm -hmm. Have you been able to do it yourself or with your family? I haven't been able to do it with myself because I I didn't ha I haven't I didn't know any other either of my grand grandfathers growing up and so um, I had my grandmother and we had started this business during COVID and she lived in a, an older like assistance living home and so I wasn't able to visit her and she didn't have a computer so I wasn't able to do it with her and I have a grandmother on my dad's side um, that's in Washington D.C. that I don't know too well so I definitely would love to do something like that with her. And I also had an uncle, he had expressed interest in doing something with his wife's um, grandmother. And so I definitely want to try to reach out and do that with my family for sure. I think it's harder doing it with your own family yeah. because of the fact that like it's it's your family. I feel like with strangers, it can be a little bit easier because of that. And I think that's what's cool about Mama Bird is like telling someone to do it to their parent is different than having someone else do it. And so I, that's what's cool about Mama Bird is like we have that distance from people. And so... I think that's kind of why it's been hard for me to do it with my family, but I definitely want to. Yeah, and I feel like we sometimes have preconceived notions about what we know about our families, and it takes somebody outside of our family to ask this really simple question that might lead to a story that no none of us had ever heard before, you know? Yeah, I have to say having somebody else, someone who's clearly done the research um, and has trained to do this, to have that person guide the questions I feel like that helped evoke just more authentic stories from my uncle than it would have been if it was just me trying to record him. Well, thanks for talking with us today. This sounds like such a cool process. Like, I, I know as a person that interviews people all day, I glean something new from the world every time I talk to someone, but you get to talk to people about their family history, which is just, that's amazing. 
Yeah, it's so awesome. I love doing this, and I'm glad that I like pushed myself out of my comfort zone to join this business and be a part of it. Yeah, I totally feel you. I'm I'm one of those introverted extroverts where I, I by nature, I'm very introverted, but the work that I want to do means talking to strangers all the time, which is a lot harder than people think. <laughs> Have a Denver business we should highlight on the show? Let us know. You can email the team at denver at citycast.fm, and maybe Peyton will try it. And if you want to hear more from Peyton, she writes our weekday morning newsletter with all sorts of events and news, and I absolutely love it. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us and rate the show wherever you get your podcasts. CityCast Denver's producers are Paul Caroli. Hi. And Alexandra McMahon. Hey. Peyton Garcia writes our newsletter. Hello. Our music is by Los Mocochetes with additional mixing by Tyler Lindgren. And I'll be back on Monday morning with more news from around the city. See you later. Oh, yeah, we're doing it now. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I thought maybe we were just talking.